Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. Another brand new Flyers Daily for Wednesday, the 27th of July, as we are now 77 days away from the 2022-23 NHL season. It's going to get annoying, I know. I'm starting to count down already. As you guys know, everybody listening knows probably by this point, I am not a fan of hot weather and summertime, but I love hockey season. And despite how this offseason is your view of it or anybody's view of it, I still get excited for hockey season. So 77 days to the Flyers start, 75 days until the NHL season starts, and uh, it's getting closer and closer. We're now in that period between development camps and rookie camp, which will be coming up in September, and kind of the down period for the NHL. We're going to talk to Morgan Frost, who signed his uh, contract, restricted free agent contract, uh, just last week. So we're going to talk to him in just a moment. But before we get to that, a couple things I wanted to mention real quick. Uh, in Monday's episode, Bill and I, Meltzer and I, we spoke about Sean Couturier and what he had been the previous three, four seasons since he really moved into that role as a top six pivot for the Flyers. And it was mentioned by Bill and I that he was much more along the lines of Andre Kopitar and Patrice Bergeron, and that's kind of the importance that he had as a player because we were kind of talking about the notion of what Sean Couturier was prior to the injury and surgery, the back surgery that he had last season. And I, I got a tweet from a guy, TBD Gritty, and said, I'm sorry, but I'm listening to Flyers podcast saying that Sean Couturier is, quote, right up there with Patrice Bergeron and Andre Kopitar. And he said, are you nuts at Jason Mert at Bill Meltzer? Coots is equal to Nugent Hopkins. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, of course, plays for the Edmonton Oilers. Not those players. Let's get real. And Baker, Baker Wheeler, one on Twitter, responded with the facts of the matter. In the four seasons from 2018 to 2021, the only centers with more even strength points than Sean Couturier were Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, Leon Dreisaitl, Nathan McKinnon, Alexander Barkov, and Mark Scheifele. Ryan Nugent Hopkins scores at a middle six rate in the NHL at 5-on-5 five five and isn't remotely as good defensively. Now, why do you go by 5-on-5? Five five? Because that takes the power play out of the equation. That's how most of the game is played at 5-on-5. Five uh, Baker at Baker Wheeler one also said it's unreal after four straight incredible years where he was a top 15 center, including winning the Selkie just in 2022. That so many people are back to hating on him after one meh injury riddled season. Here's some more stats for you from Baker Wheeler. Every stat metric has him with Bergeron and Kopitar as and far better than Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Again, in those four seasons, Sean Couturier scored at a 30-plus goal, 75-plus point rate. Was It was top 15 at center, the position in the NHL, among for points, and seventh among all centers in five-on-five points. Uh, he's much better on offense and defense than Ryan Nugent Hopkins. So over that same time period, five seasons, Bergeron, this is a five-on-five, has 98.98 points per game. His five-on-five scoring ranked in the NHL 26th. Sean Couturier, 5-on-5, 0.88 points per game. His 5-on-5 scoring ranked 32nd. Andre Kopitar, 0.89 points per game. His 5-on-5 scoring 
113th in the NHL. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, 0.81 points per game, 5-on-5 scoring, 187th in the NHL. Couturier has high-end offensive numbers at 5-on-5, not to mention he won a Selkie in 2022, and he was a runner-up the year prior. So, again, the numbers support it, and I get that TBD Gritty says, you think you're crazy for hearing that. He's not a flashy player. He's not a guy that makes you go, wow, like Connor McDavid. But he's an extremely good hockey player. Extremely good when healthy. We'll see what he is post this surgery. But to say that Patrice Bergeron at this point in his career and Andre Kopitar, he's not in that category, I think is ignorant and uneducated. And we just gave you the numbers. Those numbers speak for themselves. All right, let's get to the man who just signed his entry, his, well, not his entry-level contract, his second contract in the NHL. Flyers center Morgan Frost joins us right now on Flyers Daily. Morgan, how you doing? Doing well, doing well, thank you. How's the summer been so far for you? It's been great, actually. I think uh, you know, I've had, to, had some fun with my friends and then, um, you know, just been working hard back on the ice and uh, enjoying time with family, so... Um, yeah, great summer so far. How important, you know, last year was obviously frustrating for everybody as individuals, as a team, as an organization. How did you kind of turn the page on that? Like, you don't want to completely forget it because you want to use it as fuel in a way. But how do you kind of compartmentalize that and go, okay, I got to leave last year over here so I can move forward? Yeah, I think um, I think it's good to do that any year, I think. Uh, you know, kind of just reset your goals for the next year and um, going with a fresh mindset. I think, um, yeah, it was it was definitely a, a tough year, but um, I mean, for me personally, I think I started to play my best near the end of the season. So I think that was a, a good building block for me going into the summer, just feeling uh, you know good about myself and confident. And uh, yeah, now it's it's kind of clean slate and. Uh, you know, fresh mindset going into the next year, motivated. Let me ask you about that because he, at the end of the year under Mike Yo, you know, with Owen Tippett coming in and a lot of consistency and ice time and consistency and role, a little bit inconsistent on the power play, but um, as far as usage. But for you as a player, what does that feel like when you kind of feel things come together? Is it the game slowing down, getting more confident, making plays that you know you can make and at the NHL level? What does that kind of mindset and feel for you as a player? uh i mean i think it's uh it's a great mindset and it it felt great i think uh you know anytime you can kind of get into a rhythm or or start to feel a little comfortable it's good i think maybe during uh the middle of the season i was kind of trying to press for things too much and uh you know worried about getting sent down and and that kind of thing and then uh you know towards the end when we kind of got some stability there and uh you know I, i just felt a lot more confident in, in my ability and myself on the ice. And I think that kind of showed in my play. And, um, yeah, now, you know, after that last season, I feel, uh, you know, definitely confident that I'm an NHL player. And, uh, you know, now it's taken that ne- next step that I want to, um, you know, leave a mark on the team. Let me ask you about, you know, a lot of young guys getting to an opportunity this year with all the injuries. And, you know, I mentioned Owen Tippett, who was traded for, and then, you, know, you get Ronnie Adder and Cam York and a lot of guys of your same, you know, age range on the team as well. 
all trying to do the same thing. Does that help a little bit as well? Kind of you guys bonding together, uh, trying to, you know, really get your feet firmly planted in the NHL? Uh, it makes it easier for sure when you have, uh, you know, other guys to kind of experience it with and and uh, and talk about it with. And I think we had a, a good group of young guys there, uh, you know, good friends. And um, yeah, we're all we're all going through the same thing. We all want to play in the NHL. And um, I think it, it it's only beneficial when you have other guys that can, you know, kind of pick you up or, uh, you know, talk about it with. And um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, we're all we all want to make it. And uh, yeah, like I said, it's good. Uh, it's good to have those guys. When tip came in and the trade for Owen Tippett, you guys played together quite a bit. I was really impressed with his skating. I, I knew he was a guy that could shoot the puck and a bigger body, but I was really impressed with his skating and he's in a very similar situation to you down in Florida. And then he comes here and gets this opportunity. What was it like for you playing with tip? Why do you guys kind of complement each other pretty well? Uh, it was awesome. I mean, I think, uh, you know, like you said, he's he's got an unbelievable shot, and um, yeah, I think his his skating is is pretty underrated. He can fly, and uh, you know, he's just a he's a powerful player. Um, and uh, you know, I think I've known him for a while, and um, you know, watched him play since we were kids in the same age group. And uh, you know, I think him and I just felt you know, like comfortable playing together. And um, I think for me, I like to I like to pass the puck and set guys up, and um, you know, he, he likes to put the puck in the net a lot. So I think, uh, you know, hopefully we can kind of find something there. And uh, I'd love to keep playing with him for sure. And and get that puck to him in his spots, right? Where, where yeah. he likes to set up and just and let it go. Uh, let me ask you about, you know, th- there were times that towards the end of the season, second half of the season, where you look like you could stick handle inside a phone booth. I mean, you could just see the confidence in plays that you're making. I remember you were pressing a play in the neutral zone at one point, caused the turnover, went the other way. I think it was against Tampa Bay, almost beat Vasilevsky on the play. I think he made a left shoulder save. If my mind is right about this, I'm, that's pretty incredible. But um, just that confidence, not only in what you can do offensively, but how you can defend and attack and pressure teams when they're carrying the puck. That that's That's a big step, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's when I'm at my best, uh, to be honest, when I'm, you know, all over the puck and, uh, you know, kind of pressuring. And I think uh, when I'm engaged, uh, like defensively, I think that uh, leads to a lot more offense for myself. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely tried to focus on that a lot this year and worked with the coaching staff on, uh, you know, trying to be in the right position so that I can get the puck back, uh, you know, more often and, and uh, quicker and, uh yeah, I think if I can, you know, keep improving on that and, and uh, you know, keep building on my 200-foot game, it only can translate to more uh, more offense and uh, more confidence. I think there were some games where I felt like I could do a, a lot of things out there and then some games where maybe you're not feeling it as much, but you still want to be able to contribute um, on the defensive side and play a responsible game. You like to play offense in transition, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, off the rush for sure and uh, – um, you know, definitely when I'm moving my feet, I think I can create, uh, you know, create a lot of offense off the rush. So D- did I remember that play correctly? And do you, you, you must have a better uh, memory than me. I don't remember that play, but, uh, I hope that happened. If it did, <laughs> I don't think I'm making it up, but anyway. it sounds like a good play. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember it pretty vividly. And I, me- I remember also a time when you got a puck in, 
off a takeaway in the neutral zone and you did like a spin backhand pass and into the zone. It was a beauty as well. Uh, let's talk about the contract. You get the contract done. That's out of the way. Uh, what did it feel like to get the one year deal done and, and try and build on that for, you know, a longer term deal going forward after this year? Uh, it felt, it felt great. You know, it's kind of, uh, you know, you obviously have the entry level after the draft and, and that thing, but it, it felt, it felt, uh, it felt pretty good to, you know, sign my first like real NHL contract and, um, you know, all my friends and family were pretty pumped for me. And yeah, I think the, the one year is, is big for me. I think it's, you know, definitely a prove it, prove it type thing. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can come out and have a big year here and then, um, you know, build on the next contract and, uh, and we'll see, but it, it definitely felt good to get that done. It wasn't, it, uh, it went pretty smoothly and, um, yeah, I'm excited for this year. Let's talk about your new head coach because uh, obviously there was changes last year with Elaine Vino being relieved of his duties, I believe, in December, and then Mike Yo as the interim for the rest of the season. But this year you get a guy that uh, comes with, with a big personality, a big reputation, and John Tortorella. I think some of his reputation is ill-advised that guys don't like playing for him or he burns out quick because that, that just doesn't play out. What have you t- What have you had – the conversations with Torts. What's your first impressions of him as a coach? And you looking forward to that? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I haven't talked to him yet, but uh, I would agree with you. I think, um, you know, I think sometimes maybe gets a bad rep, but from everything that I've heard uh, from guys that have played for him, they all they all really like him. And um, you know, I think it's it's good after last year. Kind of like I said earlier, like we have a you know, it's kind of fresh slate and. Um, you know, I'm excited to show him what I can do and uh, hopefully build a good relationship there. And um, hopefully he can help me improve as a hockey player. So I'm, I'm excited for this year. The thing about Torts too, Morgan, is he's a guy that will develop and let young players play. You know, some coaches come in, especially of the uh, uh, guys that are up there in years. And, and Torts is the oldest head coach to ever be hired by the Flyers at 64. But he's a guy that really lets young players play and cut their teeth and develop. You go all the way back to Tampa Bay and all throughout Elvis tenures, he's done that. Uh, that, that you got to look at that as a good opportunity too. That this is a guy that's going to put me in a position to have success. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not. I'm not too uh, sure about the history. Like I don't. I don't know much about that. But um, you know, I took care is, of that for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely another you know exciting thing and. Um, you know, at this point I, I'm still young, but, uh, you know, I, I kind of don't even want to be looked at as like a young guy anymore. I kind of, you know, want to make my mark on the team and, and, you know, be an every, everyday reliable player. So, um, you know, hopefully look at that at the start. And then, uh, as the season goes on, like you said, hopefully I get a good opportunity and then just keep building off that and, um, you know, hopefully completely establish myself. Let me ask you about. You mentioned you're on the ice. When did you get back on the ice? I've been on the ice for a while, uh, probably like a month, month ago, a little over. Just at the start, I was just doing some light skates uh, once or twice a week just to be out there. And um, I play in uh, like a men's league once a week that I was playing in uh, earlier in the summer. So now it's back to, uh, you know, pro skates and, and working on a lot of things. So. It's a good time in the summer, but I think it was it was beneficial to, you know, get on the ice early, even if it was just once or twice a week and, uh, you know, kind of light skates. But um, I feel good right now and hopefully 
got a little bit more time here and um, keep working on my game and, and coming to camp strong. What's been the focus this summer? I know I know you and I spoke, I think it was on breakup day, that you wanted to work on your release, you know, changing your angle of your release, disguising it, and those things. I know the shoulder was probably something that wasn't at full strength all last year, and I'm sure you're feeling even better physically now, but what's been the focus of, you know, your what you want to work on this summer to bring to your, your package this year? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, shoulder feels really good now. I think there was a few times last year where we would get a little bit, uh, almost like tired or like fatigued, right? Yeah. Um, but it, it feels great now and yeah, definitely working on my shot. I think a lot of my game, uh, can translate from off the ice stuff to just getting stronger. I think get stronger, you know, shot gets harder. Uh, you know, my, my edges and my turns get quicker and sharper and, um, so it's all kind of a combination, but uh, if I were to say one thing in particular on the ice, it would be about the shot for sure. I think I want to become more more dangerous in that area, and I think, uh, you know, I started shooting the puck a lot more at the end of the year uh, versus before, but now it's about, you know, I'm getting a lot of shots, but you want the puck to go go in the net, so um, definitely, definitely working on that, yeah. Yeah, the thing is, is, you know, <clears throat> did, you, did you watch the playoffs at all? Did you? Do you kind of put park hockey immediately and just kind of get away, or do you watch it? Uh, a little bit of both. I think definitely park it a little bit, but um, you know, I was I was watching some games here and there. I wasn't falling in crazy close, but uh, I watched a, a good amount of games. See, so, I mean, you see what guys are doing and what what they're having success with, and you go, okay, I like to add that little tool to my my toolkit as well at times, don't you? Yeah, I think that's the the best part about playoff hockey. You've seen the uh, you know, the best hockey that's played all season. And, um, you know, it's the the level of the game raises so much. So you see, um, you know, things that are going to work in playoffs uh, are the things that you want to learn and, and want to watch. And, um, yeah, just trying to take anything I can from watching other games. When do you come back to Philly? Uh, at the end of September? August. Yeah. yeah. End of August, going to come back and uh, have a little time to – you know, skate there and skate with the boys before camp starts. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to get back. You know, the crazy thing is it's not that far away at this point either, is it? <laughs> I mean, it's No, the summer always flies by. It feels like I've been home for a good amount of time, though. Um, but, yeah, eventually, eventually you kind of want to get back into hockey mode, and it's been a good break. So um, enjoy a little more time here and then back to work. Um, last thing for you, it's 80 days from now until you guys open the season at home against the Devils. And, you know, the, the, based on the offseason, you know, the fan base doesn't have super high expectations right now based on what's happened this offseason. Do you guys, you know, I, it seems like John Tortorella is kind of playing that us against the world kind of mentality. And it's not a bad card to play, you know, coming in with not a lot of expectations. You can su- surprise some people, can't you? I think so. I mean, I think uh, I think we have a great team, uh, to be honest. And I think hopefully we do surprise some people and, um, you know, some new faces, new coach. I think uh, it's all good. And, uh, you know, hopefully we get off to a good start and, and uh, start to open some people's eyes. No, no doubt about it. Morgan, enjoy the rest of the summer, man. Congrats on the contract. Appreciate the time as always. We'll talk come camp, man. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm already counting down the days because I can't stand this weather. And uh, I love fall, and it's going to be nice to get the game back into the, the normal 
October start time and everything kind of back to normal with fans and the whole thing. So uh, thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks to Morgan Frost for taking the time to join us on this episode of Flyers Daily. We'll be seeing him soon, late August, heading into Philadelphia to get ready for the 2022-23 season. And uh, like I said, expectations aren't extremely high right now for the Flyers, but we'll see how it plays out on the ice. Uh, Everybody, thanks for listening. We'll be back Friday, another brand new edition of Flyers Daily. Enjoy your Wednesday and Thursday, and we'll talk to you Friday on Flyers Daily.